0: Hello there. My name is Danny Oman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we're looking at a different bird, and this week we're looking at the tiny but also spectacular firecrest. The goldcrest is well known as Britain's smallest bird. But it has a relative that runs it very close in the size stakes, being only marginally bulkier, and that is the Firecrest. An encounter with a Firecrest in your local park, churchyard, or even your garden is a moment to savor, for this colourful cameo of a bird can turn up almost anywhere. Like the much commoner goldcrest, firecrests are a mere nine centimeters long, and weigh just five or six grams. They can often be confused with their cousin. They share the olive green plumage and brilliant orange to yellow crown feathers, but the firecrest embellishes these with a black eye stripe, dazzling white eyebrows, and bronze patches on the sides and neck, giving a more striking and vivid appearance. Each autumn firecrests arrive from across the North Sea, many of them passing through Britain to winter further south on the continent, but some do stick around, finding a suitable sheltered spot, often near the coast, where evergreens, especially holly, ivy and rhododendron bushes, give them cover and a place to look for insects. Being so small and constantly on the move uses a lot of energy, so some firecrests may be taking advantage of an urban heat island effect by wintering in city shrubberies, often in cemeteries and churchyards. It's therefore well worth looking and listening out for this beautiful visitor during the autumn and winter. The firecrest song is subtly different from the goldcrest, a string of accelerating high-pitched notes, lacking the pulsing rhythm or terminal flourishes that goldcrests usually feature in their songs. The call though is trickier to pin down to one species or the other. Firecrests are scarce, but have been increasing in the UK since they were first found breeding here in the early 1960s. It's highly likely that they were overlooked before this date, as once ornithologists realised they were nesting, other colonies were rapidly discovered. Today there are thought to be as many as a thousand breeding pairs, mostly in old conifer forests in southern and eastern England, with strongholds in the New Forest and East Anglia Brecks. But outside the breeding season they are more widespread, and there is a quiet pleasure in discovering this flash of brilliance on a dull, cold autumn or winter day. Firecrests can be difficult to spot as they are constantly moving in trees and shrubs of evergreen woodland. They will also join other flocks of small birds in winter, and can sometimes venture into gardens. They are found mainly in southeast England, but also in the southwest and in Wales. Firecrests vie for goldcrest for the title of Britain's smallest bird. Adult male firecrests have olive green upperparts and whiter underparts. They have a bronze patch on the shoulder and flight feathers edged with yellow green. They have two white wing bars and a small black patch. Firecrests have black crowns with an orange stripe and their foreheads are yellowish. The main difference between firecrests and goldcrests is that firecrests have a white stripe above the eye and a white crescent below the eye, making them look rather angry. Firecrests have thin pointed black bills, dark brown to black eyes and their legs and feet are brown. Female firecrests look similar to males but lack the pattern on the crown, while juvenile fire crests are duller overall. The firecrest's presence is often betrayed by its call and the male's song, which is, as often the case, a difficult to accurately describe. The call is, however, described by the Collins bird guide as a zoo zoo zee zee uttered at a slightly lower pitch than that of the goldcrest. Whilst the song is a repetition of the same fine, high-pitched note, slightly rising in pitch initially and in strength, and ending in a brief trill, it lacks the cyclic rhythm of the Goldcrest song. But word of warning, the Firecrest, for some, is one of those infuriating birds whose calls and song are so high-pitched that they're often beyond the hearing range of many seniors, including myself and of course those so afflicted will not know what they can't hear unless accompanied by someone who can hear and points out what is being missed Firecrafts build their nest in mature conifers and oak trees, covered in creepers such as ivy. The nest is open-cupped, made from outer layers of moss, lichen, twigs and spider's webs. A middle layer made of softer mosses and lichens, and an interior layer lined with soft materials such as down, hair and feathers. Interestingly, firecress will breed near nests of goshawks, who prey on potential predators, and nest robbers such as sparrowhawks, jays, squirrels, and great spotted woodpeckers. Firecress lay between 6 to 13 pink eggs with red markings, which are incubated for two weeks by the female, who is fed by the male. Young firecrests fledge about three weeks after hatching, but are fed by the parents for a further two weeks. Firecrests are 100% insectivorous, and you will never see one eating standard bird food, such as sunflower hearts or wild bird peanuts. Their diet consists primarily of arthropods, such as spiders, which they search for in the upper surface of tree branches and on leaves of deciduous trees. In the garden, it may be possible to feed softened foods and, as such, the potential for them to feed on Peter and Paul mealworm mix and various insect suet foods, such as Peter and Paul mealworm suet pellets and Peter and Paul mealworm suet cakes. Now suet bird food has to be worth the peck. Birds lead busy lives, and the amount of time it takes a bird to land and peck, it has to get a bite that's worth the effort. However, some cheap suet products are not what you would call great, and can, and indeed do, have up to 20% filler in them, which can be anything from sand, chalk dust, and even glue. That's why I wanted to ensure that at Peter and Paul, we only supply the very, very best quality suet products. A product that is both safe and as nutritious as it could possibly be. So why are my suet products so good? Well, let's start with the suet. Suet is the most nutritious of ingredients, so it stands to reason that the more suet a product has, the better it is. Peter and Paul suet products contain as much as three times the suet levels of other top brands. That said, the more concentrated and higher quality the suet is, the better it is for birds. Peter and Paul suet products contain only 100% human grade edible beef dripping, which happens to be a denser form of suet and therefore has the highest payback in calories per gram. To put it simply, the more suet and the better that suet is, the more birds you'll get in your garden. Peter and Paul suet products also contain an exciting ingredient, spirulina, which has proven to be a fantastic supplement, highly beneficial for your feathered friends. Spirulina is basically an edible blue-green microalgae that naturally grows in lakes. Spirulina makes their plumage glossier, intensifies their natural colour, improves their health, and it also increases their fertility many folds. Basically, it's wonderful, and what makes my suet extra, extra special. The firecrest have a limited breeding range, restricted to the south, but ironically, in late autumn and winter, we see them move more widely in the country. Firecrests from the continent eastern Europe head west for the winter and many find their way to Britain, mostly in the east and south. On migration and through the winter firecress can be found in a variety of habitats including woodlands, gardens and hedgerows. They like the shelter afforded by evergreen trees and climbers such as conifers and ivies whilst they're searching for their insect food. The firecrest has a large range and a population estimated to 10 to 13 million individuals, mostly in Europe. The population is believed to be stable in the absence of evidence of any declines or serious threats and is therefore classified as least concern on the IUCN's red list. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after firecrests and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best foods available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at wwwpeter and or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found on the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me, I hope you've enjoyed this look at firecrests for further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon